Mikey and Rinny A show about the serious and not so serious parts of our edible world. Let's eat. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mikey and Rin Eat In. I'm Mikey. I'm Rin. You are. Mm-hmm. In the flesh. <laughs> <laughs> it's an eating show. Yeah, it's weird to say flesh. Would you eat human flesh? No. Never? No. Not at all? Mm-mm. What do you mean? Okay. <laughs> Desert island, gonna die. Yeah, I mean, then if I have to survive, yes. It's- Beef jerky style, or would you eat it kind of like... It's gotta be. (laughs) No, it can't be floppy in any way. It's gotta be like like, cooked. Yeah, sun dried Mm. until it's crispy. Yeah, for some reason, jerky, then it kind of loses all personality qualities. Mm -hmm. Like if it was an animal, if it was a human, Mm -hmm. anything, jerky is like the least meat of meat. Totally. Yeah, you're not going to eat like braised, like <laughs> braised Carl, toes or something. Carl Nitas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've never talked about this. Would you eat me? Mm. You're going to die if you don't. I know, but you're dead. Oh, I'm super dead. Yeah. How could I go on living? <laughs> <laughs> so you'd rather just be dead? I think so. Oh, I think me I'm too. Dead. Okay. I do you. You know me. We've talked about this before. If there's like zombie apocalypse, <laughs> just go. I'm like just fucking kill me. There I was, just I don't have the like um, <laughs> get up and goativeness to yeah, like labial oh, fortitude. Man, I gotta fucking yeah. I gotta blow away these zombies. <laughs> oh man! And all these people trying to steal my propane <laughs> yes. and my shelter or whatever. I'm good. Just yeah. kill me. There was this one moment when I I guess it was when. Well, who was in office? Obama would have been in office, I guess. Um, and remember those days? We were living in Boulder, <laughs> and I said to Corinne, I was like, hey, you know, we're living in Boulder, which is like a kind of liberal stronghold. And I was like, if, like, Republicans are going to come, like, Civil War style for, like, you know, taking over territories, like, they're going to come to Boulder because it's going to mean something. It's like, <laughs> should we just get, like, a 12-gauge shotgun or something? Just, like, something that's, like, a, I'm going to scare people away. And Corinne was like, very quickly, she was just like, take the money that you're going to spend on that gun and just buy arsenic tablets. Because <laughs> if it comes to that, I'd just rather be dead. And I loved that. I thought it was really special. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hi, welcome to our show where we talk about eating humans. We talk about cannibalism. And the, zombie apocalypse. And the apocalypse and the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> well, this is our show where we talk about really fun things that are edible and drinkable. Mm-hmm. And we talk about how you should get together around them. Yeah. Last week, we had a really amazing interview mm-hmm. with Jacobson Valentine. Um, best name, again. Again, best name. Just is. Um, Imagine if he was Senator Jacobson Valentine. Mm-hmm. <sighs> or okay. Prince Jacobson Valentine. Oh, wow. You went to like, Disney with or that. Count Oh, that'd be good. God, if he had a cape, we really should get him a cape. I'll make him a cape. I love it. Yeah, I've never made anything out of cloth before, but I'll make him a cape. Just like a big Cupid's arrow on the back. Oh, that's fun. Mm, Yeah, Yeah, that was a really fun interview. Go back, listen to that. Go back and listen to all of our episodes. We've only had, what, three? 
it's now been three. Yeah, of of Mike and Ren Eden. Yes. If you really want to go deep, go back and listen to our eighty some episodes of Mike and Ren Stay In. Yeah, this is a, a fertility turned food podcast. Yeah, this is this is a show about evolution. <laughs> yeah, it's a it show is, about becoming it? the person that you need to be. Yeah. So we talk about really all things edible, um, delicious ways to prepare prepare food, delicious foods that we're eating. True. Um, access to food. True. Um, yeah. It's we're just talking really, about life. You know. It's really just life. <laughs> what is eating other than just life? It's life-giving. So today we've got a little mini-sode for you. Um, no interview. So it's just going to be Mikey and Rin. You're welcome. And um, what we thought we'd do since Mikey and Obby and- uh, Obby's our little puppy. Obby's if you don't know puppy. her, you should know her. Yes. Lil Obby, L-I-L underscore A-U-B-B-I-E on Instagram. She's, She's a real cute best. little fluff ball. Um, but we are camping in our van. Sure. And so we thought it would be appropriate to um, talk about camping food. Oh, hell yeah. We're rolling into camping season. It's about to be summer. Mm -hmm. I hope that all of you are going to get the fuck out into nature because fuck your city that you live in. (laughs) Fuck your neighbors. They're the worst. Go out in nature. Go find some acorns, crush some shits up, and put them on your balls because they're going to make you feel better. They just are. So we are, um, yeah, we have a, a van, and we'd love to go out and camp in it, and it's the best. And I, I think, so I'm a chef professional chef, trained chef, and I cooked my least good meals in our beautiful home kitchen. (laughs) I mean, I won't say that. I will say some of the most memorable things that you've prepared have been over a campfire. I mean, it's just, it's inspiring, right? Yeah. And I think any good cook should be inspired by kind of like the diminishment of utilities. Mm-hmm. So the idea that it's like, all right, all I have to cook on is an open fire mm-hmm. or we do, we have a camping stove that we bring with us, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, you have limited things that you need to bring. And I've always been very inspired by, um, by be, by camping. Yeah. You got to be a little scrappy with yeah, it, right? Gotta be scrappy. Gotta get with it. Um, of course, number one, before we even get to our top five of cooking things, number one camping thing, snackies. Yeah. Bring your crunchies. Yep. Bring your jerky, human or otherwise. <laughs> no judge here. No yep. judge. Um, and then the other thing is sippies. Mm-hmm. Got to bring your proper sippies. Mm-hmm. If you don't drink, good for you. Mm-hmm. God bless you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you can be a camel of sorts. Um, but bring your hot chalky. Yeah. Bring your teas. Bring your teas. Nothing like a camping tea. But let's be real here. If you're camping and, you, and you're a sipper- Bring your vino. Yeah. Bring your tequila. Yep. Just bring the things that are going to make you really see things and have some fun. Yeah, for and sure. Some music. Maroon Five. <laughs> bring some Maroon Five. Well, we haven't talked about Maroon Five in a long time. I know. Levine and and the whole family they play some really great music for the camping. Mm-hmm. Um, bring your for bon any Iver. occasion, really. That's I mean, true. Yeah. Bring your Bonavere. Bring whomever you want to bring with you, <laughs> and then cook some food. We're going to start at number five and we're going to go to number one. Totally. Would you like to start us out? No, you start us out. Oh, okay. Yeah. You start us out with number five. Okay. So the thing about camping is that you need to think about a lot of elements, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't have a fridge. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're bringing a cooler. Mm -hmm. And so if you're going for a multi-day camping trip, you need to have something that's going to be like, whatever's your most spoil ready Mm -hmm. item, 
eat that shit the first night so you're not going to kill everybody from trichinosis or True. Well, and let's just say that this is we are talking um not a backpacking in kind of camping trip. No, we right? are talking car camping yep. and down, I guess would be the direction. Yeah. So <laughs> this is not like, hey, we're going out into the wilderness. We're really badass. For this a month. is like, yep, yeah, totally. no, this is this is definitely like um we are probably car camping. We have a cooler. Yep. And then on to like uh, van camping, which is what we do. Yes. Just, I basically brought my Airbnb apartment with me. Um, and we're just, you know, little less than tough. Kind of tough. Used to used to car camp. Oh, car camp is great yeah, for sure. Totally. But I'm saying we're not tent camping. Right. Yeah. We're not like carrying stuff in. No. Okay. So number five, which is one of my favorites and used to historically be a real favorite of mine because it's everything's ready to go. You can make it as sexy as you want. Mm-hmm. You just literally, you open up the bag, you throw it onto the grill, you throw it over the fire. You can hold it on a, like, marshmallow stick if you want to. Yeah. Skewers. Skewers. It's so good. It's so good because you're getting your veggie component. You're getting your meat component. Dopeness. Um, And you can also throw on your little starch component, put a sweet potato or two on there. Oof. That's really dope. Put a russet potato on there, too. Yum. Russet. Yeah. You came with it. The, the, and it's, and also if you're a vegetarian, there's the skewer is the best way to go. Cause you can have mushrooms. Absolutely. Onions, tofu. all the things, tofu, garlic, whole garlic cloves. It's an amazing thing. I just love it also because it's probably marinated. Mm-hmm. I've done this also, um, which is like a real cool way of doing it is like picture hanging wire or just wire. You can run, like make like a necklace out of it. And you can hang it over a the- A meat f- necklace. A meat necklace. Mm. My old nickname in high school. <laughs> um, but you can hang it over the fire um, in various different ways. So if you just have a stick that. that hangs over it, if you don't have like a griddle situation or a grill, you can really make it something that's fun to play with. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah and the, the I mean, it's so nice because it's a prep ahead. True. Season ahead. Mm-hmm. And then throw it on the fire. Yeah, marinate it and then get it on the grate. Yeah, love it. I love it. And the thing about um, skewers is that what I love to do with skewers is that I think most people think like meat, vegetable, meat, vegetable, meat, vegetable. Mm, mm-hmm. I like to go all one item. So all onions, all pork, mm-hmm. all peppers. Yeah, you do do that. So that they cook at the right temperatures. I also That's fucking hate when there's like a pepper and an onion on the other side of like a piece of pork or beef or whatever, and it basically steams it. Yep. No, nobody wants that. I forgot that you did that. That's really smart. Yeah, so take a take a note from Middle Eastern cooking mm-hmm. where you have an entire meat skewer, and that bitch is going to get like charred on the outside mm. and cooked perfectly, and then all of your onions are going to get per- cooked perfectly, and all your peppers and whatever other things that you've brought that are beautifully marinated, your, your mushrooms, and like let them cook to the right percentage, and then scrape them off onto a plate or a bowl or whatever, and that's when you mix them together. Yeah. Yeah. Great idea. Okay. Great idea. Number Number four. four. Number right. four. This this meal was, I don't know, maybe four or five years ago. Mm. And I was like, ooh, sounds a little ambitious, Mikey. But he executed it in such a brilliant way. And it was so fucking delicious. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so stupid. Um, no, it's not. It's great. It was paella. Mm. So fucking good. So I will say paella. In my uh, bottom three foods that I don't like, 
Yeah, you're not really a paella risotto. Risotto, uh-huh. paella, gnocchi. Uh huh. Not uh-huh. no. That's maybe not a good example, but but paella and risotto for sure. Because every bite's the same. For some reason, this was a really inspired, and I won't say it was like a traditional paella. We didn't have like saffron in there, and mm, it was no, that's you know, true. But, but um, we did have seafood. Oh, we had yeah, scramps, definitely, and sausage, sausage. Yep, yep, salchicha. It was so good. And the thing about a paella is like is the pan. Yep, because a paella pan. Um, is the most wonderful thing to throw over a fire. Mm-hmm. It takes equal heat. Um, you can kind of move things around if it's not equal heat. So you yep. can kind of like the things that need a little bit longer or whatever. Um, and as long as you have enough broth, um, you can really just like, you can kind of almost keep adding to it too. Yeah. So like if yeah. you're kind of still hungry or people are still eating around the fire, um, the paella was so good. God, it was so satisfying and like a little bit spicy and then like crunchy brownie bits on it. And oh my God, this it was is so a, good. It's a really intimidating episode that we're actually recording now because I'm thinking about the amount of recipes that we're going to need to put on. Oh, I don't think this is going to be a recipe episode. You don't? No. I a think recipe, this is a, recipe episode? I think this is a top five and then you can mm. Google your way. <laughs> <laughs> to your favorite paella. Yeah, I like that. It's we're uh we're sitting here and while we're talking about this, we're cooking some beans and greens. Mm, Escarole. Another good, yeah, good camping. Super good camping. One pot, right? Truth. One pot. We've got some little tiny meatballs. We have white uh navy beans or like cannellini beans. Yep, great northerns. Escarole. Yep. Yep. And then we have um we, we have it all simmering in a thing that I'm gonna go ahead and call pork tea. Pork tea. Yeah. We did. <laughs> Which is, I think, technically pork broth. Yeah, sure. We made Which a makes pork- me feel uncomfortable as well. Yeah. We made a pork roast the other day. And um, it was a shoulder, but it was it was boneless. <laughs> and was. Mikey and I, you know, cooked it in the instant pot. So we used a bunch of water and sure. used a bunch of spices. Yeah. And then thought, ooh, nice. We've got broth now. Mm-hmm. We'll reserve it. Yeah. Um, and no vegetables. No vegetables and no bone. No I feel like bone. when I make broth, it's usually, I'm thinking like, mm, I'm going to make a real hearty like nutri- bone broth. nutritious bone broth. But then and I this think was of- like skin broth. Muscle broth. <laughs> Muscle broth. <laughs> I know. And I don't know why that sticks me out. I was just, I, mean, I was just having beers with a friend of mine who is a, he owns a slaughterhouse. Uh-huh. Like he is meat dude and he's a chef. Yeah. What did and, he think? Oh, he was like, it's broth. Oh, okay. Yeah, just because like, it's broth. a hunk of meat. Yeah. And sitting it's and steeping. Steeping in water. That makes it, it broth. Pork tea. Yeah. Um, and I was like, dude, there was no aromatics. Like it was literally just water and a hunk of pork <laughs> that we didn't cut up or anything. Mm-mm. No bone. Mm-mm. Pork tea. Pork tea. Steepy. Just let it steep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's delicious. Sure. And it's his argument good. was like, is it good? I was like, it's pork delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Eat it. That really does bring us very nicely into our um, number three of our top five. Yeah. Well, because Segway. I was thinking of one pot. Because oh, this is the best part dude. about camping, right? Is thinking through how can I have the least amount of dishes to then clean right i don't i i hated camping for a really long time even though i was like 100 down to be in nature mm-hmm. i i hated sleeping on the ground mm-hmm. and waking up cold mm-hmm. like starting or like or hot mm-hmm. if you woke up in the sun 
Um, all terrible sleeping situations, mm-hmm. basically. And then I also just hated my food being either at the wrong temperature or being dirty mm-hmm. and then having to clean a bunch of pans because mm-hmm. it was just, there's never a good situation. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So last night we did burgers and what I did was we, um, uh, took the burger meat and just put it in this, we've got these like compostable storage bags or yeah. like gallon sized bags, Yep. put it in that. And then when we got there is when I did the season and I just did like salt and pepper, kept yep. it super simple. Yep. And then we just had a, um, a cast iron pan that we cooked the burgers in yeah. and that was it. That Amazing. was the only cleaning thing that we had to do, but there was some extra burger meat because well, we had a, a, you know, a good pound of it. At totally. Least. And just from a cleaning perspective, deglaze. Yes. That's so another good tip. Pull the deglaze. Cause you, you start to mess with soap and beef, and beef fat, fat yeah. it's not good. Yep. But, you know, pan was ripping hot, mm-hmm. poured maybe a cup or less of water into it, scraped it up, dumped it out in the woods. Yep. It's the best thing. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. And it's the best, that's the best, also one of the best cleaning techniques at your house. Yeah. Like if you have a griddle or you have a pan that you've like cooked something that's kind of hard to get out, make sure it's smoking fucking hot, pour some water in there, get it it's out. It's amazing. It's the most yeah. fun process to to watch too. It's so satisfying. Oh, it's so to great. like- Get that scrape on. And then also, you know, traditionally deglazing is for, you know, you want to get the fond. Mm. So the foundation, the thing that's like on the bottom of the pan. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you want to pull that up with like a little bit of wine or like some broth or something like that and then make it into a sauce. Mm-hmm. Wonderful idea as well. But yep. it just, it's the biggest thing is it's, it helps just to clean the pan. Yeah. Releases so, all the stuff from the so bottom. Easy. So, yes. so yeah, we had some little um, meatballs. True. This today. And we just did our little beans and greens. Yeah. Pork tea with um, some floating little meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> so good. But our number three. One pot. One pot. And the night that we did it, we brought two different types with us. Mm-hmm. We didn't make these from scratch. Mm-hmm. This was boxed mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. And we brought, I think, bonza. Yep. We did a gluten-free one. And then we did like a-, a like a full one. The, yeah. And then like a New Seasons, which is a grocery store in our area. Mm-hmm. They make like an in-house kind of craft mac and cheese analog. Mm-hmm. And we did them together and we like did the taste test against each other while watching our little iPad show in our room, in our room, in our van. It's so a room. Fun. It was so fun. Oh, dude, there's nothing better than like hiking all day, being out in nature and then just having mac and cheese. Oh my God. Silly. Yep. Silly. Yeah. It's the deepest comfort food that I can imagine. It's like fat yep. and carbs yep. and kind of, you know, reckons back to when you were a kid. And sure. it's just, there's Harkins. all kinds of, what did I say? Reckons. Oh. <laughs> I do have to reckon with how I was as a kid, don't I? <laughs> well, what I need to reckon with is that I was never allowed to eat an entire box of this. Oh yeah. And it's like, you could they do would that g- so easily. My parents would give me like four ounces. Not that I was starved as a child. <laughs> not. You can see me. I'm thick and delicious. But I can now sit in my van, and especially after a day of hiking, Mm. eat an entire box. Yeah, crush. Crush a cheese. Crush. Mac and cheese, I kind of want to eat it right now. Mm, So good. Number two, we're going to speak to something that is really in Corinne's heart and that Mm. she, as my life partner, brought into my life, along with the bachelor and slash bachelorette and Love is blind. You're welcome. Things that I never would have watched before. <laughs> never. It's what makes life worth living. The the three of those things, frankly. And the the so Love is Blind, The Bachelor, Bachelorette franchise, and Say it. 
Yeah. I never drank coffee before Rindog was in my life. Yeah. And it's so interesting because I am not a drink coffee throughout the day drinker. I'm not a nope. two cup a day drinker. I'm literally a nope. one cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And on most days I drink decaf. Yep. But I am that one just, cup of just, coffee. We can stop. Just everybody heard that correctly. Most days she drinks decaf. We're talking about decaf coffee. <laughs> yeah, Swiss water process, organic coffee. But yep. it's it's about the ritual mm. and sexiness of the way that it smells, the bitterness, the experience of it with a little bit of cream. Neither one of us sweeten our coffee, so it's like yeah. bitter, creamy. Just like talk about blowing your heart open. Yeah. And just feeling such joy. Yeah. And coffee is so good in general. But so the way that we do it when we're in our van or where we're camping is we do a French press style in a um a jet, a jet, the, jet boil. Yeah, the jet boil. And yeah, if you don't have one of these and you're an avid camper, <sighs> fucking get one. It's yes. brilliant. So it boils the water super fast, but then it also makes kind of like a Turkish style cup of coffee where there's like a little bit of grit to it. Like you kind of have to chew it a touch. Even though there's a plunger that's supposed to keep all the grits out, there's still just a little bit of coffee grind in there. Oh, and I just find it cold morning. It's like dewy out. Oh, my God. And you've just farted all over each other in the van <laughs> slash tent that you're in the whole night. You've just been brazing in each other's breath and farts. And then you pour yourself a nice steaming cup of joe. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Never experienced this before. And I, I, I must admit that I... I shied away from coffee for a long time because I was just afraid of the uh, effects. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm a pink Irish man who sweats too much, mm-hmm. but now I am 1000% addicted. Yeah. Yeah. Love and it. it's, I think, especially camping in the Northwest where like what you were saying, we get so many yeah. of these dewy kind of chilly mornings. Yeah. It is just glorious. If I woke up in the Arizona desert, I don't know. I don't know if it'd be it's cold there. magnificent. Yeah, but the desert's cold in the oh, morning. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Morning yeah. in general, I feel like is, you know, the best part of waking, waking up, up is coffee up, up your butt. Yeah. What was it? Folgers? <laughs> Folgers in your, in cup? your cup. Yeah. I said coffee up your butt. It's okay, though. You uh-huh. can, ha- and if you're doing a coffee enema, call us. Uh, it's 420-6969. Call us in. Uh, <laughs> is, that, is that Des Moines on the line? Coffee enema. Tell us about it. Last... Yes, we've we've least. come to our number one, number one, which we <sighs> have actually bullet. talked about on the podcast before. <laughs> oh, I think so too. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but it's worth repeating. Inspired. Yeah, it was inspired. So yeah, so I made, it was one of our first kind of, I think, campy, campy experiences that we had together. Mm-hmm. And so I made a pizza oven, mm. but this was not, I'm not MacGyver, I'm not an engineer. This was nothing super crazy. What I did was we had a big, we have a huge cast iron pan, which everybody should have in their lives if they don't. It's maybe a 20-inch pan, yeah, 18-inch pan, 18, something like that. 18. Yeah. And so I set that over our fire that we had going, but upside down. Mm-hmm. So it was the flat part of the, of the uh, pan. And then I had made or maybe bought, did I make the pizza? Oh, I can't remember I think if you I made, made the, dough. the dough. You may have made it. I yeah. think I made the dough and then I par grilled it. So yep. I just threw it on the grill for like two seconds just so it like tightened up on the outside. So it was mm-hmm. just ready to go. But you could also bring like a pre-made, you know, ready to go pizza crust. Sure. And then we topped it at the campsite, 
cold, ready to go out of the cooler. This is before we had a van. This is when we were just, uh, we were, you know, car camping slash tent camping. Mm -hmm. And then on top of the, um, like maybe six inches away from this cast iron, I put like a sheet pan that I put a bunch of rocks on top of. And we just let this motherfucker cook until it was hot as shit inside. Mm -hmm. And then what we did was just slid the pizza in, let it get bubbly. Pulled it right out. Slid the pizza in where? Oh, on top of the cast iron. Yes. Under yep. the hot rock top yes. Yes. sheet pan. Yep. There was a little bit of kind of architecture going on here. There was a little bit of a buildy sort of experience. Mm-hmm. But like, just have fun with it. What else do you have to do at a campsite? Yeah, totally. Yeah. What are you going to read? Play your, like, cornhole. Yeah. Read drink your, your whiskey. Sex, you know, sex novels by whomever it is, Danielle Steele. <laughs> no. Take a little time. Build something. Eat your pizza. Wow, it was so good. Bubbly, delicious. It's like one of those meals that that I still think about. I know, me too. I still think about that pizza. Yeah, it could be my kind of like, you know, death row meal or whatever they Mm, say. Yeah. It's like camping pizza. Yep. I would have, I'd want to have Ira Glass, Michael Jordan, (laughs) who who else is it? Rashida Jones. They could all be there. And I'd have, um, I don't know. People under the stairs playing the music or something. Yeah. And then I'd eat be eating my smoky pizza Mm. out of my homemade oven. God, it was so good. It was so good. I don't know. How are you feeling? Great. I'm hungry. Yeah. Let's I also want to get back into the I just want to be in the woods for my entire life. Yeah. Do you think we could be? Um, maybe. Maybe. What would you miss creature comfort wise? My tushy. Ooh. My butt wash. For those of you that don't know, wow, a tushy is a bidet. Yep, and it's my um, the best part of coming home <laughs> is getting poop <laughs> sprayed out your don't. zone. <laughs> yeah, truly. Um, you know, there's things that I love, like just sprawling out on a couch. And- mm-hmm watching tv and being a sloth those are great things but i think it's i think it's the tushy wow and i like that you also said tushy and we've said it now five times without them paying (laughs) us yet so if anybody knows anybody that works at tushy we are 100 this is the third time on our show i think that we've talked about poop and how many times have you or me sold a tushy to someone oh we should be getting so many kickbacks everybody that comes and stays at our house washes their booty in a way that they've never felt before and they're like wow it's transformative and they've all bought at least one tushy yes. so we're a food podcast food makes poop mm-hmm. get your tushy <laughs> or any variety of things that spray your butt yes and just it's a wonderful thing it really is you are you're a wonderful thing i love you love you too thank you guys so much for tuning in um we love having you yes let's eat at mikeyandrin.com Reach out, tell us some things at Mikey and Rin on Instagram. Yeah, give us a follow. Yeah. Um, and then if you'd like to rate this podcast, we'd love that too. Yeah. Definitely subscribe so you don't miss any of our apps. Yep. All the things. Follow, subscribe. We'll be back with an interview April. Well, I don't know. April 7th, we've got a dope interview, 7th, something like that. But that I think that scheduled. the podcast will launch a little bit after that. Yeah. Yeah. But we've got some cool stuff coming up. Yeah. And we just hope you love it. Yeah. We you know what? You. Get outside, get camping. Even if you live in an area where it's still a little cold, fucking warm it, spring it up. <laughs> yeah, camp it out. Thanks for your ears. We love you. Bye bye.